Hello friends, welcome to your daily Bible reading. Now, congratulations, you have made it all the way through the highs and the lows of Romans. And man, there are highs and lows. And Now we come out the other side and we move on to our next book. This is very exciting. And the next book is the book of Jude. Now settle in because Jude is going to take us a grand total of one day to get through. Jude is a short book. And we will be reading the entire book, which is shorter than some of Romans chapters, but we'll do that today. Now, Jude was written by, well, there are a handful of Judes, but the, the particular Jude that it is believed who wrote this book is Jude, the brother of Jesus. And ironically, he didn't actually believe that Jesus was who he said he was through his whole life. Well, that's Jesus' whole life. Um, he was just being an annoying big brother until his resurrection and his resurrection convinced him and his brother James that he was in fact who he said he was and it was after then that he became one of the apostles and in fact his grandchildren actually went on as great leaders of the church and stood in front of the Roman Emperor and argued their case so quite an amazing man and uh, there is some contention in some of the um, modern religious scholars about whether he did or didn't actually write this book but you know what? The book speaks for itself, and it is a clear and and uh, timely message to us. So we can focus on the content of this book and uh, be instructed by that and leave all of that theological debate for the theologians. But today, let's read the book of Jude. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James, to those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. Dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago, have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only Sovereign and Lord. Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered his people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe, and the angels who did not keep their positions of authority but abandoned their proper dwelling, these he has kept in darkness, bound with everlasting chains for judgment on the great day. In a similar way, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding towns gave themselves up to sexual immorality and perversion. They serve as an example of those who suffer the punishment of eternal fire. In a very same way, on the strength of their dreams, these ungodly people pollute their own bodies, reject authority and heap abuse on celestial beings. But even the archangel Michael, when he was disputing with the devil about the body of Moses, did not himself dare to condemn him for slander, but said, The Lord rebuke you. Yet these people slander whatever they do not understand, and the very things they do understand by instinct, as irrational animals do, will destroy them. Woe to them! They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's error. 
they have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. These people are blemishes at the love feasts, eating with you without the slightest qualm, shepherds who feed only themselves. They are clouds without rain, blown along by the wind, autumn trees without fruit and uprooted twice dead. They are wild waves of the sea, foaming up their shame, wandering stars for whom blackest darkness has been reserved forever. Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about them. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness and of all the defiant words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and fault finders. They follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves and flatter others for their own advantage. But dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, In the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. To him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his glorious present without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Saviour, be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Oh, Father, we need your wisdom. You call us to love and to live in community, but, Lord, we are surrounded by some who have different motives and some whose motives aren't pure or clean. Lord, give us your discernment and your wisdom so that we can have mercy and we can show love and inclusion, but we can also be wise to keep our eyes fixed on you and not be swayed by those who would have other motivations. Lord, I, I thank you for the solidarity of the Christian struggle that has not changed since the very early days of the church and we continue today to struggle to keep our eyes fixed on you and to live for you. Let your spirit dwell powerfully in us and guide us ever to your feet to your heart and we pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus Amen